Sure, like, nuclear reactors could... <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. President. Nuclear reactors could provide power almost indefinitely. The greenhouses could maintain plant life. Animals could be bred and slaughtered. Now I have become the destroyer of worlds. Hello, everyone. From the far horizons of the unknown come tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future, adventures in which you'll live in a million could-be years on a thousand maybe worlds. The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine, presents... 
The CIA is a totally illegitimate criminal organization unless it is following precisely the orders of the elected president. Democrat or Republican, doesn't matter. So he's describing a crime. The people committing that crime in CIA should be in prison for long terms. They, that's the great threat to democracy right there. And the fact that no one on that set could even see that tells you how deeply corrupted they are. That's terrifying. And it's true, I happen to know. And I could bore you for hours, again, since I spent my life there and know a lot of people who work there. But the bottom line is there's no oversight at all. They were able to participate in the murder of a U.S. president and then hide that fact for 60 years by keeping those documents classified, which they still are. It's unbelievable. And it's happening in front of all of us. And nobody seems to care. But, you know, as the country declines and the democratic institutions weaken and you wonder, how did this happen? Well, that's how it happened right there. What do you think the future holds? Is it? I don't know. I mean, are they going to let Trump be president? No, of course. I mean, look, if, you know, they protested him. They called him names. He won anyway. They impeached him twice on ridiculous pretenses. They fabricated a lot about what happened on January 6th in order to impeach him again. It didn't work. He came back. Then they indicted him. It didn't work. He became more popular. Then they indicted him three more times. And every single time his popularity rose. So if you begin with criticism, then you go to protest, then you go to impeachment, now you go to indictment, and none of them work. What's next? I mean, let, you know, graph it out, man. We're speeding toward assassination, obviously, and no one will say that, but I don't, I don't know how you can't reach that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like, they have decided, permanent Washington, both parties have decided that there's something about Trump that's, that's so threatening to them, they just can't have it. They're putting him on trial in March of next year in the J6 case, which basically consists of trying to send him to prison for the rest of his life for complaining about the last election. That's literally what it is. Again, if this were happening in Moldova, the State Department would issue an all-hands-on-deck order to let the world know this is not a legitimate government. And yet our government is doing it. It's like it, – it's, it's really – it's hard to over I've seen things – you people wouldn't believe attack shots of the shoulder of Ireland. I saw Nagubu miss the winning shot. All those moments will be lost at the bookies, like me money in Greg's. Time to die. Their goal, just to kill as many of us as they can? Ma'am, we've interviewed those cartel members that actually pushed it and asked that very question. Said, why are, these are coming from their lips, okay? Why are you killing your customer, right? And this was the response. This was on, whatever kills the gringos, okay with us. And we said, but you're killing Hispanics and blacks and Asians. And they said, everybody north of the border is the gringo. So they're good with, with the casualty list. Hey guys, did you know that in terms of male, human, and female Pokemon breeding, Vaporeon is the most compatible Pokemon for humans? Not only are they in the field egg group, which is mostly comprised of mammals, Vaporeon are an average of 303 tall, 
and 63.9 pounds. This means they're large enough to be able to handle human dicks. And with their impressive base stats for HP and access to acid armor, you can be rough with one. Due to their mostly water-based biology, there's no doubt in my mind that an aroused Vaporian would be incredibly wet, so wet that you could easily have sex with one for hours without getting sore. They can also learn the moves attract, baby doll eyes, captivate, charm, and tail whip, along with not having fur to hide nipples, so it would be incredibly easy for one to get you in the mood. With their abilities, water absorb and hydration, they can easily recover from fatigue with enough water. No other Pokemon comes close to this level of compatibility. Also, fun fact, if you pull out enough, you can make your Vaporeon turn white. Vaporeon is literally built for human dick. Ungodly defense stat plus high HP pool plus acid armor means it can take cock all day. All shapes and sizes and still come for more. What's up, guys? I'm making Onigiratsu. In need of a quick and delicious snack? Well, look no further, but just remember what happened at McGill University in the 1950s. Starting in 1951, Dr. Donald Hebb, Director of Psychology at McGill University, began secret experiments on behalf of the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency. The goal? To produce methods in psychological coercion. Soon, Dr. Hebb made an important discovery. He discovered that you could induce hallucinations and psychosis in a subject in just 48 hours without drugs, hypnosis, or electric shock. To do this, he had student volunteers sit in a comfortable cubicle wearing goggles, gloves, earmuffs, and cardboard tubing on their arms to deprive them of all sensory stimulation. From this, a new form of psychological torture was born, known as sensory deprivation. It would be included in the Kubark Counterintelligence Interrogation Manual published in 1960 and used on U.S. military and CIA prisoners around the world, including to this day. can watch movies with the tribe on depleted uranium driving theater Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Twitch TV.
want to share your paranormal experiences? Do you have questions, complaints, ideas for a show topic or a head field rant? Send all your messages to our email for live reading on our show. Email us at atomicshamanswepplodge at protonmail.com. Like, share and subscribe to the channel, and be sure to ring the notification bell. You can follow us on Twitter at Motel and RV Park. Catch the live streams on Rumble. Listen to text-to-speech stories on Atomic Shaman TTS on YouTube. Fucking yelling at your teammates. What? Gather around the fire and let the radioactive spirits cleanse you. This is the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. He's got a PhD. Uh, oh, I need to increase my font size. Lack of convenience or font size in my case. In big dick energy. So you're not going to get the protein from ingesting it and you're going to increase your chance of cancer. It's just going to disease you and make you malnourished. He's more facial hair than flesh sack. No, I can bang your cousin, but you can't. Give it up for Professor Beard Juice. Let's just say I'm gay and I'm sucking Klaus's dick. Van comes along and he's like, why don't you listen to some share while you're at it? I'll be like, oh shit, you're right, I wasn't gay enough. But uh, that, that, that's the basics. Are there any questions moving uh, into this? He's the resident sound hound. Big dick on campus over here. The audio wizard in the acoustic blizzard. You know, peace and love, man. Forgiveness. Find him flexing in luchador tights. I'm a filthy Mexican. The man of a thousand sound bites. I'm straight. You're the homos. The button pusher Van Rollington. It's like a graph Ooh. where, like, the more crazy she is, oh the hotter she'll be. Mm. And the better in bed she'll be. The graphics guru of digital visuals. Now, I'm saying she's not a schizo, but I just think her MK Ultra train just wasn't effective. He puts the ass in aesthetics. I just went in, shook the boss's hand, and he gave me the job. The leader of my people. Raising a fucking army to attack Europe and attack the elites. The tribal chief himself, Klaus Newhouse. Hey yo, the devil planted fear inside the black babies. Dead meat placed on the shelves. We eat cold cuts. Fast from the hog, y'all, and grow up. Swine merchant, your time is near at hand. Message to the feds. <laughs> Special guest. He's the quintessential Sigma archetype. You know, that's so brave of them, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's literally one of us based, you know, that's what they were all saying. Joker, Driver, and Patrick Bateman rolled into one. Hugo Chavez or some shit. Literally our guest. Oh, I got a notification right before I joined you guys. And it's just like, bro. <laughs> He's literally me, bro. Yeah, so I have a uh, charity live stream. Uh, we're going to be cancer as hell on Call of Duty. And our, our motto is going to be uh, be cancer to beat cancer. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Chan is the main character of this reality. The dimensional merge is on. This is the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. Yeah, it's pretty scary, man. Like, uh, first, like, someone posts Bond for him. They don't know who it was. And then all of a sudden, they dropped all charges against Chris Chan.
Oh. I mean, you know, I mean, he's he's breaking the simulation. He just rolled an incredibly high. I mean, he just rolled, put everything into luck, and these everything else is dumb stats. Every yeah. man is on a love quest. He's just honest. Basically. Yeah, no, apparently fucking uh, they felt that uh, he had served enough time and they weren't going to basically get anything out of him. Like, there was just no way to convict him. I'd convict him. It's, yeah, it's, it's too dangerous. Because we know that he fucked his mom, but, you know, the judge doesn't know that. The law can't see inside oh, the house of Christian. Barbara can't testify. She's got dementia. I'm sure he's going to pay her a visit again. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Even, this, even a Sonochi medallion is like changing shape. It's like growing mold or something on it. <laughs> Jesus. I thought it was like made out of clay or Play-Doh. Well, it's growing something on it. Uh, <laughs> Beer juice, you got some pull data for us? Naturally. All right. So my encounters with, you know what? There's going to be a lot of Spanish. And as the resident white dude, I'm just going to say it all wrong. La, 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 Exactly. Because I'm just going to not even try. Um, Even worse, just do it bad. All right. So we asked, have you met la, 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 la? 25% said, yes, I have. 33% said, no, I haven't. And 42% said, Miss Hijos, comma, Miss Hijos. That's mis, mis hijos, mis hijos. I like how white my voice sounds to that. Man, I Let's wish the people see. who said that met her would contact us so we could ask them about their encounters for this show. That who would be met cool. Your honor? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, my cleaning lady's here. Did you ever meet the Yorona? Damn. Well, you could say something. I didn't know if I was on speaker or not. I, oh. can... oh. What do you know? I have okay. I've heard story and my grandpa has told us stories. So I personally haven't, but uh, my grandfather used to tell us different stories from Mexico, and one of them was La de Yorona. Wow. We got an authentic Mexican, everybody. That's fucking great. Look at that. She can join the guest panel if she wants to. I don't want to set up another mic. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm good. I don't pay her to be on the show. I pay her to clean. That's right. <laughs> it's actually Fair. Outfit, but he hasn't yeah. gotten that for you. No. no. Let's see. So, next poll Dark Entity in My Friend's Apartment. Are any of your friends' heirlooms haunted? 43% said yes. 29% said no. And 29% said, I haven't inherited anything yet. Dude, that's that's like some commitment. If you keep a family heirloom even though it's cursed, that's like some commitment, you know? We have a, uh, we have a rocking chair that my great-grandmother had. Cursed or haunted? Because I might have a haunted M1 Garand, actually. This machine kills mm. commies. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's haunted. Thanks. I'm pretty sure the stuff we buy at the thrift store is, is a better candidate. 
bro, when I bought my M1 Garen a couple years ago, it didn't come with yeah. any like it didn't come with like any dead spirits, bro. This is some bullshit. I want my money back. Did you at right? least have trench art on it? No. <laughs> I hear some people pay extra for trench art on old war weapons. Some. And say I'm like it's a whole nother world that stuff. Yeah, my my dad has a superstition that with that we have to be careful about the stuff we buy through from the thrift stores because they might be haunted. I've met tons of people that think everything at the thrift store is haunted. Wouldn't that just be lice? Oh, <laughs> that's what I told them. Okay, we're on the same page. Let's see. So. Our last poll. CIA porn control. Does the CIA or Mosad control the porn industry? 18% said CIA. 36% said Mozad. And 45% said take your meds and sell. I would be really curious, like, how much involvement the federal government has had in porn, though, because, come on, they gotta have some. I mean, I think in Israel, they don't even allow porn because they view it as a weapon, or in some other countries that have similar things like that. Based? Did I say, is Ron Jeremy a plant? Well, he's getting locked up, that's for damn sure. I I forgot that Ron Jeremy was locked up. Yeah. I think he had one I over, think it, it was like over 30 counts. I forgot. I remember we talked about it a while back. That's what he gets for I, not playing ball with the feds. I think they, I think they do have some share in it because they were behind the hippie craze way back when. Yep. So, well, that was the whole so. like uh, MK Ultra and Laurel Valley and Charles Manson. That's a whole other thing. But, uh, yeah, moving so on, we got some mug shotties. Moving on. Oh, let's go. Why we do? All right. So let's go. we're gonna start off strong with this one. Uh, mug shotty number one. She was arrested for lewdness with a child age fourteen or fifteen, engaged in sexual conduct with a pupil age sixteen or older. She's a high school teacher. They engaged in inappropriate text messages and sexual acts with the student for four years. Wow. Let me bring in uh, for uh, mug shotties. Kay owned a Cabronas. I heard you gringos had some fine ass felony bitches for me to review. Mm. If there's anyone who can read the melody of a woman's heart, it's Machete. All right, white boys, bust out the Chelas and show me Chechas. Let's fucking go. It's literally me, bro. All right. <laughs> so I only remember my dad from the Spy Kids movie. <laughs> well, yeah, he was their uncle, and they said that was the same continuity. Oh, or, is it yeah. seriously supposed to be? Same universe? Yes, yes, same universe, according to Robert Rodriguez. It's a Dude, that's merge. awesome. The dimensional merge is real. I mean, it's go already back happening. Yeah, at least in Austin, Texas. What? What? So, so uh, yeah, that's where his like movie. All right, hold on. I got a movie pitch for you guys. They do Machete three, but they have the spy kids come back and be his fucking like uh, sidekicks. Proteges. Yeah. Yes. Probably Ultimate two. No, it wasn't wasn't Machete three uh, Machete in space? But I don't know if they did that one or not. 
Well, what if they just make a merged film and just make it Spy Machete? Yeah, Machete the Spy. Mm-hmm. There so, we go. So what do you got? I mean, I could so, probably smash on this one, but I'm probably too old for her. Uh, don't get mad at me. Where do I? What do I click to look at the? Oh, it's it's on the stream. Um, let me see. Where's the stream? <laughs> can, can someone share? Do a share? <laughs> Somebody send it to me. <laughs> I get you. Dead air. Uh, Meanwhile, soft. Tell us, would you smash or pass? Pass, mate. Pass. Why would you pass? I gotta know. I mean, dude, she did somebody that's like not of the legal age. That's like an instant pass for me, man. Oh, okay. Well, my feeling is just based on the criminality here. I'm obligated to smash only if I'm younger than her. Oh, okay. Well, how how old is this? How old is this chick? I'll, she uh, looks. She's a teacher, like but it doesn't say how old she is. Well, I, I'm 23. I'm pretty young. I mean, I don't know though. She kind of like that. That expression looks a little dead, dude. It's. I don't want to be dating some chick that's just dead, right? Like, well, let's she's say a you teacher. come in. Here. I mean, her her job. Yeah, dude. You, yeah, dude. You come in. You're like, you know, hey, babe, how's it going? She just gives you this dead look. It's like, oh Jesus, dude. I'm fucking dating a. A flashlight, you know what I mean? It's not worth it. Well, I don't know. Uh, Beard, what did you have? You just you didn't know? Well, he said, he said if he, he was young enough. Oh, okay. All right. If well, I was young it. enough, I would. Fuck it. Pedos need some love, too. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck her. Let's see. Machete, what do you, what do you think? It, if I would have had a teacher this fine, I wouldn't have been in juvie so much during my impressionable years, kids today are lucky. They get YouTube, Walmart, and, and, and teachers with only fans accounts. Shit. I had nothing but old, angry, wrinkly teachers who used to hit me with a ruler across my face. Explains why it's so fucked, you know. Anyway, don't get me wrong. I'll take a ruler spanking like a man, but she's got to be smoking hot. Not looking like Mrs. Doubtfire. Anyways, Damn. I'd smash, but then I'd smash my shiv right into her liver. The streets and I got no love for Cho Mo's. Dems prison rules. All right, then. Respect, respect. Respect indeed, yeah. I put some respect on my main man Machete right there. So, mugshotting number two was arrested for DWI. She got a little bit of smirk on her face, so I don't think she's like a hundred percent, you know, remorseful for her actions. She might be a fun girl. I think I would smash on this one. Oh, she looks like a fun one. That's a smash. Like Indeed, farmer's smash. branch, upper scale bartender type. Mm-hmm. Bro, is she if she's well into booze and cruise, the second you sent her the my parents aren't home text, you know she's on the way no matter what, dude. So I'd smash. She's I'd smash. Coming. She's dedicated. She's coming by for that. <laughs> exactly, dude, exactly. I don't know. Machete, what do you think? Mama Cita, what's a fine piece of white girl ass like her doing out in the suburbs of Texas? She should be bikini modeling in Miami. And second, why is she driving herself? She has mucho potential to have simps 
lined up around her gated community. She should have had one of those betas drive her to the club and back. Problem solved. No more arrests, no bail money spent, and especially no bologna sandwiches for lunch yuck. And for the record, Machete ain't no simp. He just recognizes potential. Machete hit it and hit it like an alpha. Amazing. Oh, man. Right. Everyone's on board with that. Yeah, that's an absolute smash for everybody. Ram. All right. So, look, shoddy number three. She was arrested for a third degree grand theft. I'm assuming auto? Well, I mean, it could have been anything, really. It's just got to be over uh, a certain amount of money. I think a thousand. Why is her jawline off center? Like, her chin is sticking. Um, I don't know. Maybe she sleeps on a certain side of her face, kind of thing. Um, yeah, generated. Uh, I can give her something to center her jaw on. Yo, she might have some TMJ, you know, but. Other than the rest photo, I think she's got a nice head of hair on her. She might just be like her jaw might just be normal, but she's got it crooked to the side as like a bit of a like a sass look. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'd hit this. Yeah, I wouldn't say no. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, assuming that jaw thing is just her making a face. Otherwise, that's not, yeah, that's not sass. That's sass. Like it's all crooked and shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, machete. I had to do a double take on her, make sure she wasn't one of my kids. Machete has fucked a lot of putas since the 1960s. Hell, I'm the reason why Imperial County, California is 79% Mexican. Man, my cock was sore that summer. <laughs> Anyways, there are three reasons here why Machete wouldn't fuck her. Uno. Her jaw looks broker than Gary Coleman. Dose. Her hair is so dry, I think it might start a California wildfire. And Trez. Her eyes are too far apart, like a shark or some shit. And motherfuckers know machete don't fuck with sharks. Especially mud sharks. Pasa oh. a los negritos. Oh. Damn. Damn. Well. I feel like I'm the only one who doesn't know what that means. You don't need to. Yeah, you don't need to. <laughs> you, don't need to. <laughs> you really don't. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Machete, what the fuck does that mean? I don't understand. I don't so, know. Maybe it's like we got mug... <laughs> So we got mugshotty number four. She was arrested for family violence. I I'm gonna pass on this one. Her bangs are too dangerously whoa, short. Whoa, 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 whoa. Damn, dude. I mean, I'm down. I'm adventurous. Bro, it's like, no. it's like um, I can fix her. I've never. Yeah, no, I don't think you no. can. Those are fucked up looking eyebrows. Plus, you they're like pierced, too. Dude, I mean, it's like some game from 2008 when you got the character creator and you just keep spamming like the random preset button. It just randomizes them. That's right. what this looks like. And it's fucked up, dude. I'd say no. I don't know if it's because I'm looking at the screen really small, but it looks like her mascara has been like smeared. Like you know how when like people you know, I think it's her fake eyelashes that are smeared. I don't know. All, all, all I, I know, know I... is if you put this chick in a horror movie, she'd be the monster. Wow. 
that's pretty I good. I still stand by saying I can. She, she would definitely betray that's someone much. that was trying to run gotta, from the monster. Gotta get a, saw, a wrench, a screwdriver, a couple of fucking other tools, maybe a saw, and he can fix her. Bro, if she, dude, if she was near me, the only thing I could fix would be my location because I'm getting away, dude. Damn. You know what? I would donate her to like a local carpentry class so the you know the kids can work on it. Kind the of metal me. shop. Yeah, the metal Ooh. shop. All right. Well, I have no need for carpentry tools, so pass. Pass. No, I, I'm I'm down to fix her. She looks like a project. Let's see, machete. Peso Cristo, I've seen my share of cholas before, but this puta doesn't know what set she belongs to. Pick a genre carajo, she's got the eyebrows of a hood bitch. The makeup of a gothic mommy. The hair of a metalhead tweaker. And piercings like one of them emos. Her real poppy or street poppy need to regulate this hoe. I'll pass. Plenty of potential, but I'll pass. She might wake up tomorrow and start looking like a Vato. All right, then. Oh, boy. So, Mike Shotty number five was arrested for a DUI. Uh, despite the horrible watermark over her face, I think she'd be okay. She doesn't look dangerous. She doesn't look threatening. That'd be a safe smash. It does look like a safe smash. Yeah, so I'm not going to lie, too. Like, that look is like, it's like a sobered look. Like, she understands, okay. I fucked that, up. Yeah, like, I fucked up. All right, she's about to turn her life around. Yeah, dude, she could turn around on on, on a little oh. something, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, yeah I'd smash. She reminds me of the, uh, oh, my God, I'm going to come, girl. <laughs> you know the meme? Um, I can't remember that. Riley Reed. Yeah, 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 that's it. Does she have a kid oh. now? I have no idea. Wait till that, that kid gets old enough to see the memes of you know their mother. Oh God. Uh-huh. That's terrible. Well, imagine the imagine the kids' reaction when they find an OnlyFans account of their grandmother. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, the things we're doing today—they're oh, revolutionary. Yeah. Uh, speaking of revolutionaries, uh, Machete. Fuck some porn stars in my day, even some look-alikes. I'll give this Riley Reed look-alike all the monster Cariso dong she can handle. Smash. Bam. That was mm. short and sweet. All right, we got Mugshot number six. Uh, she was arrested for DWI, but for some reason, I'm just not feeling this one. I'm just going to pass. I just Nothing really scaring me, but the face just probably too mid for me. Hmm. Oh, God. Just dude. DWI. Pass. Huh? Uh, dude, this looks like a chick I went on a really bad failed date with once. No, no, I'd, I'd have to. Is it her? It no, it's a, it, no, no, she couldn't drive for shit, so she wouldn't she wouldn't get a DWI, she'd just get like a driving while being a woman charger or something. Yeah. So pass for me. Yeah, pass, bro. I can't do it on that alone. Wow. Well, yeah. I don't know. It seems like a 
a safe, not so crazy looking person. I'll smash. Is that what you look for in smashes? Just safety? No, no, no. I, I just want the wild to be fun. But in you know, like, I, I do have a sense of danger. Yeah. Not fear. I disregard fear. You like to go rollerblading with, you know, the pads and everything on. I see. Uh, yeah, but no helmet, you know? Yeah, it's a little on the edge. I get you. All right. Um, senor. Poor chubby white girl for this type of charge. She is too mid to get off easy or for the conviction not to ruin her career prospects. Don't worry, baby girl. In an all-female prison, you would be a 10. Top bitch. All the dykes would love you. As for my preference, unfortunately, as a free bird, my standards aren't that low. I'll pass. But a word of advice, honey. If you reach 30 and no one has wifed you up, just stand outside of a male correction facility on release day. A starving man turns away no meal. That's some good advice. Now that's Damn. Good advice. Ladies, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> so this one actually made the news. Um, I don't have that article on me right now, but she's definitely a Florida woman for those who want to keep Ooh. track. But... Uh, she was arrested for first-degree murder, oh! tampering with evidence, and resisting arrest with violence, allegedly murdered her 79-year-old roommate, then poured Diet Mountain Dew all over herself to try and get rid of any DNA evidence on her body. Her DNA was then found on the bloody knife, though. What? Pass. I'm not uh, fucking a retard. Uh, Who does that shit? I gotta... You, I have to grab me? I gotta give her credit. That's thinking outside the box. I would never in a million years think of that. So, I mean... Yes, because you're not retarded. Who the <laughs> fuck... You, what kind of tism does this bitch have? <laughs> Listen, here's, she's from the Methno state. Here's, here's, what oh. I always, here's what I always say, okay? When you're looking for a woman, okay, every woman has some sort of tism. When you're looking for a woman, you want her tism to match your tism. Oh. This artism does not match artism. I'd have to say no. You need to put that on a meme, like one of those, <laughs> you know, a couple standing there, and then the text right over with the fucking black outline is all yeah. like, "Have artism match your artism." You know, Literally. how about we? Maybe we should have a um a, a dating advice um a, a cast after this one. Uh, let's just have yeah. an app where we can where we can have the, the mug shotties and swipe right and swipe left. Yeah. Tell women to stand outside of prison. I'm surprised they haven't started their own dating app yet. Oh, <laughs> Dude, we could just have a whole podcast of that. This <laughs> is just going down the fucking uh, swiping right and left. Well, it's, they they take like thirty or forty like mug shotties at once, and you everybody gets to swipe left or right. Whoever gets the most like right swipes gets their bail paid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. But there's another. Here's another idea. A reality TV show of people who have mugshots. All right, we need to talk about this outside of the yeah, show. Yeah, we don't want people stealing <laughs> our ideas. Oh fuck! I see you, six viewers. I see you, motherfuckers. We can't trust the ops. Yeah, you can't trust any of you. Anyways, Machete, what do you think? Holy shit! And I thought I was out of my mind. What type of CSI episode did she watch where you can wipe a crime scene with soda? Stupid Locaputa 
But let me tell you all the scorecard I got. I give a seven in execution, sloppy crime scene, a six in looks. She got the face only a trucker lesbian could love. And I give her a 10 for creativity and imagination. High as fuck or not, you gotta be fucking crazy to do the do like that. Oh, that was probably oh, a yeah, commercial back too. when it was like coming wow. in a glass bottle with real cane sugar. Nostalgia. It made me salivate a bit. All right. Here we go with our next uh, mugshotty. She was arrested for prostitution. She's a spa worker busted by undercover coppers soliciting sex or sexual acts. I'm going to say pass because uh, that weave is not convincing and nor do I want you know any kind of massage from her. Mm. Hmm. Uh, that is a pretty fucked weave. Yeah, it looks like yeah. her hair is glued to her scalp in that one corner. It's like, what the fuck? I thought that was a tattoo. <laughs> no. Man, dude, I don't know what I have against weaves, but I see a chick got a weave on. I'm just immediately like, no. Like, if she had just a full set of healthy hair, I'd probably say smash. Because, you know, to be real, dude, she going to work. She, make, she doing what she has to do to make the bag. She probably freaky. So you're like, okay, sweet. But no, dude, she don't got hair, bro. That's that's literally the one place you want them to have hair, and she don't got it. So I say no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like, uh, you know what? I feel a little risky. I'll gamble on this one. She have like a I'll smash. Jennifer Lopez type of vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't see it either. I'm 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 too Aryan to be attracted to this. So sorry. Oh. <laughs> Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, which Ah, uh, we finally got a hooker. Young ladies out there listening into the show, work hard, know your value, keep your legs closed before marriage, and educate yourself on a career. Basically do at least one thing the women I've slept with didn't do. Otherwise, You'll end up like this barely smashable seven. She might be looser than street tacos and carrying more diseases than a Mexican rat. But I bet she could suck the sugar off a churro in one deep-throated gulp. <laughs> That's a wrap it and tap it, my friends. Oh. Okay. Damn. Some more life advice. Machete is clearly one of the best warrior poets of all time. Base rapid and tap. Yeah, so mugshot number nine was arrested for public order crime. So it was failure to obey police and resisting officer without violence. This woman allegedly saw another woman getting arrested for selling flowers on the side of the road, and she pulled over to give her twenty bucks, which led to her arrest as well. Um, there was actually a TikTok video of her getting arrested, but I couldn't include it in the photo. Smash, 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 smash. I'd make her fucking breakfast in the morning, dude. I think well, she's a good I, girl. I think she was being charitable. I don't think she's a real criminal. Yeah, no, I don't think she's a real criminal. I'll give it a sympathy smash. Aw. Nah, dude, I'd smash, bro. I'd wife that shit up. I'd come to her jail cell with the ring, bro. You know what? I smash. Fuck it. She looks like she's got like a farm girl look. Got some crazy eyes, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, crazy eyes, you know. 
Kind of throw me off a bit. Well, I mean, he'd be pissed too if he got arrested for not committing a crime. Drew. Yeah. I mean, okay, but like every chick is a is at least a little crazy. This is like on a scale of woman crazy. This is actually pretty low, dude. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. There's mild Taco Bell sauce right there. Yeah, dude. I'd use her thighs as earmuffs. Not gonna lie. Damn. So it doesn't really specify what exactly she did. She <laughs> intervened with uh, an arrest. Failure to obey oh. police. Yeah, it was the like pass, it was like a, what do they call it? The peaceful protest kind of bullshit or passive aggression. Yeah. Well, she intervened in the arrest of some woman selling flowers. Yeah. yeah, dude. Some chick was just trying to get the bag, and she was like, "Hey, yo, cops, fuck off." Yeah, yeah. I think she was being a good Samaritan. At least, it's, if that's the story. Yeah, she can be really based. I just have to find out who the fuck, uh, you know, she was trying to help. Anyways, Machete, what do you got? Curiosity killed the cat, or as as we say in the hood, mind your own goddamn business, bitch. I'll smash now before it's too late. I can already see her final form, a Karen, or as as my people call them, in Karinas. Yeah, I didn't know it was a Spanish term for Karen. <laughs> I didn't either. And the final mug shotty for today. She was arrested for possession of marijuana. Is that even a crime anymore? I mean, I thought they legalized it by now. Some states. Wasn't it a class four substance, even though it's legal in... Yeah, the federal government's fucking up this whole thing. Yeah, I, I would smash. There's yeah. Just no, there's no problem with this girl. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with her. She oh, got yeah. beautiful eyes. She's got it going on. She got the blue eyes smash. Look at dude, look at the that throat capacity, bro. She a real goat. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, dude. Only thing is, dude, I hate the smell of, of marijuana, dude. That stuff smells real fucking bad. But I mean like Yeah, me too. If, if I spray her with like some osium or like some Febreze first, hell yeah, dude. I'm I'm friggin' hopping in, bro. For all you know, it was a vape or something. I don't know. It just says possession of marijuana. Yeah, True, it was edibles. It could have been edibles, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. If she just got like some edibles or like just like a pen or something, like, hell yeah, bro. She can get all four inches of me, dude. <laughs> She's like a, uh, you know, those infused gummy bears. That's what she does. Oh hell yeah, smash! Is it is it unanimous on everybody that this is a smash except for Machete, who who we'll hear oh. right now? Yeah, what did you think, Beard? Oh, I said smash. Okay, it's a unanimous. Uh, I don't know. Need... I don't know what he's gonna say about the Gueras. We just need the final vote. Come on, Machete, don't fail us. That is the San Quentin essential white girl archetype. Fuck man, her pussy probably tastes like a pumpkin spice latte. Her butthole is likely pinker than her nipples. Even if I got just a crumb of that Caucasian sweet ass, I'd either be arrested and beaten by the police or strung up by the KKK. No joke. 100% smash. In fact, I gotta go pull my pecker. I feel hornier than a Mexican chick who meets a guy with two baby mamas. <laughs> Man. That last one wasn't necessary. I think that it was like, it almost sounded like a bat flying away. 
So um, we've had like more celebrity deaths lately, starting with Bob Barker, who died at 99 and was a king for not going over $1. Uh, we had Jimmy Buffett pass away, and he's currently waiting for us to join him in Margaritaville. And Steve Harwell, the lead singer of Smash Mouth, recently died from a failed liver from years of alcoholism. So I actually had a clip of him like last seen in concert and he was pretty smashed himself but uh it got pulled by the owner it was up on tiktok i guess they pulled it like in respect to him but there's i got a screenshot here of where he just started giving the crowd roman salutes out of the blue and so i I think we need to leave him with this legacy you know like let people know how based he was before he died oh my god that is uh yeah unmistakable wow definitely ain't waving to anyone so uh, japanese prime minister fumio kishida appealed to china on monday requesting that the chinese government intervene to curb acts of harassment directing the japanese diplomatic facilities schools and other targets this appeal comes in response uh, with the release of treated radioactive wastewater from the damaged fukushima nuclear power plant so China responded by opposing a ban on all imports of Japanese seafood, while in South Korea, numerous individuals participated in rallies over the weekend condemning the discharge. Acts of harassment included crank calls and stone-throwing at targeted Japan's embassies and consulates in Japanese schools in China. While uh, China's government has not responded to the request from Japan for joint scientific discussion by the release of experts, Kishida said that, the Japanese plan is seen by many countries as scientific and transparent. So this is where life copies of Simpsons. And Mr. Burns shows himself eating a three-eyed fish to promote the safety of nuclear power. Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida and three cabinet ministers ate Fukushima fish sashimi at a lunch meeting Wednesday in an apparent effort to show that the fish is safe for following the release of treated radioactive wastewater from the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant that began last week. So Kishida and three ministers ate sashimi, a flounder, octopus, sea bass caught off of Fukushima coast with the water release along with vegetables, fruits, and a bowl of rice that were harvested in the prefecture. Economy and Industry Minister Yatsotoshi Nishimura, who had been at the meeting, told reporters the release of the treated wastewater into the ocean, which began Thursday, is expected to continue for decades, which is strongly opposed by fishing groups, neighboring countries, China immediately banned all imports, in response, and in Korea, thousands of people joined rallies to condemn the discharge. So all seawater and fish sampling data has been released, and they say it's way below safety limits. The lunch showed Kishida's strong comment to take leadership in tackling the reputational damage while standing by the feeling of the fisheries community in Fukushima. What it is saying is it's important to show, based on scientific evidence, and resolute disseminate the information in and outside of Japan. He was also seen at a market chain and giving samples of fish, you know, at the fish market Thursday promote these Fukushima fish. Can I get one Uber to eat to me? No, that would be pretty cool. It might spoil on the way here. Mm. Close the dark. He's creepy as hell. Yeah, it glows in the dark. So a new study has found that 12% of Americans are responsible for eating half of all beef consumed on a given day. Literally me, <laughs> finding that might help consumer groups and government agencies craft educational messages around the negative health and environmental impacts of beef consumption. So those 12% are more likely to be men, 
where people between the age of 50 and 65 eat what researchers call a disproportionate amount of beef on a given day. A distinction based on the latest dietary guidelines for Americans would suggest four ounces of meat, poultry, eggs combined with those consuming 2,200 calories a day. Now that's bullshit, man. You need more than that for the gains. Yeah. So, so a study published the journal Nutritionist analyzed data from the CDC's National Health and Nutritional Examination Survey, which tracked the meals of more than 10,000 adults over a 24-hour period. Global food system emits 17 billion tons of greenhouse gases a year, equivalent to a third of all the planet warming gases produced by human activity. The beef industry contributes heavily to that, producing 8 to 10 times more emissions than chicken and over 50 times more than beans. Well, beans makes methane, not CO2. Uh, yeah. Rose said the studies like purpose was to assist in targeting educational programs and awareness campaigns for those eating disproportionate amounts of beef. Uh, honing the message around environmental impact and production at crucial times when climate change awareness is higher than ever. Rose said he and fellow researchers were surprised that a small percentage of people were responsible for an outsized consumption of beef and it's yet being determined that they're encouraging sustainable for advocates. On one hand, you got 12% eating half the beef, which you can make big gains if you Get those 12% on board, uh, they said. On the other hand, those 12% might be most resistant to change. Well, no shit. I'm going to have to eat more just to spite them. So the study hey, might also hey, find that those who are not <laughs> disproportionate beef consumers were likely to look at the USDA's MyPlates food guidance system. This might indicate exposure to dietary guidelines as an effective tool in changing eating behaviors. But it could also be true that those who were aware of healthier sustainable eating practices we're also more likely to be aware of dietary guideline tools uh, on the beef consumer given day almost a third came from cuts of beef such as steak or brisket which is pretty based but six of the top ten sources were mixed dishes such as burgers burritos tacos meatloaf spaghetti with meat sauce and some of these foods may offer an easy opportunity for disproportionate beef eaters to alter their dietary habits so they're quoted as saying that if you're getting a burrito you could just easily ask for chicken instead of beef well, chicken's kind of boring when it comes to burritos. Unless, like, you're at Chipotle, then it kind of tastes better than their shit. How about you just eat what well, you want? But, like, well, you with Chipotle is they, they itemize shit to the point where after you put cheese and, like, guac on there, it's like a $21 burrito, so, like, fuck them, you know? Yeah, yeah dude. Like, I, I feel like the problem with how this is worded is they try to make it sound like the 12% here is the problem, when in reality it's the 88% that's not eating as much that should be eating more beef. So, I mean, we got to find a way to raise that number. Yeah, and, and I have questions. Is it only 12% because we don't have enough beef? Just saying. That's true. Those are rookie numbers. You need to pump them numbers up. That's pump right. them numbers up? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's the 12% become like 80% or some shit. You know, becoming Too many numbers. Based. All I'm going to say is that I love my ribs and I'll never eat the bugs. Based. I'm not eating no bugs. Speaking of, speaking of bugs, you can eat bugs in uh, the new Starfield game. So that's what the future, you know, is holding for oh, us. Oh, good. So, so the there's subliminal messaging in the game, huh? Yeah, you know, it's 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 all right. It's a little glitchy, but you know, it's it's got it. Well, for this Bethesda, I expect to be glitchy. Just work. Great things about having a fully dynamic game engine is all of this just works. It's not. I'm not kidding. Yeah. It just works. It just works. So hundreds of people mobilized outside the state capitol in recent months protesting a bill for the first-term state senator Aisha Wahab to add the cast to a list of protected groups in California proposal that many felt was unnecessary and unfairly tarnished the image of South Asian community. Hearings on the bill got heated. 
So clearly they hit a nerve while the who got death threats is being targeted with a recall for her efforts at one hearing. If the bill passes as expected, Gavin Newsom will sign it to law. California will become the first state to explicitly outlaw caste-based discrimination. Through Seattle has done so for other cities are considering caste as a social hierarchy in which one group is inherited. It's historically associated with South Asia and the Hindus. And opponents argue that a ban stigmatizes the religious group, so the affair has repercussions for Wahhab in her heavily South Asian district. It's become a better listen to Bill Hall's awaiting a nuanced cultural issues over an ever more diverse nation. So Wahhab, a progressive trapped Newsom, into the highlight, the signature gun control effort appeared to be caught off guard by the vitriol response that views as straightforward issues. So this is a civil rights bill that she said in an interview. It's very simple. We're trying to protect people. Furbin came with a campaign in San Francisco. They bury it. District hearing about an issue that emerged in some unemployment discrimination cases in Silicon Valley as well. Divisive measure in Seattle and elsewhere. But the bill to explicitly ban caste discrimination has been introduced in California legislature, even from two members of the South Asian descent. So that's probably because they're like the, the Brahmin and the higher end of the caste system. That's probably why they're against it. So, the, so the fact that the subject came up in the first place is probably not surprising because Indians represent the second largest U.S. immigrant group after Mexicans, and Wahhab's district is one of the largest populations of Indian Americans. More broadly, South Asians have become more visible in American politics with Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy running in the Republican or presidential primary. So Wahab's legislation, Senate Bill 403, is on the floor one vote away for reaching the governor's desk, but not before fractitious legislative process in which she received pushback from even fellow progressive Democrats. So Newsom's office would not say whether or not they'd support the bill. Committee hearings were packed with lines of public comments stretching on the floor. Social media has been ablaze on both sides, and lawmakers received tens of thousands of calls and emails. Which city council Cupertino passed a resolution opposing the bill. City officials said it was the most attended public meeting they've ever seen in a majority Asian suburb. So after two years of horror stories about the alleged mass graves of indigenous children at a residential school in Canada, a series of recent excavations at suspected sites have turned up no human remains. So some academics and politicians say it's further evidence that the stories were unproven. A group of indigenous people, also known as the Pine Creek First Nation, excavated 14 sites in a basement of Our Lady of Seven Sorrows Catholic Church near a Pine Creek residential school in Manitoba during the weeks of this summer. These so-called anomalies were the first detected uh, using ground-penetrating radar on August 18th. Chief Derek Nepenak or the remote Pine Creek Indian Reserves where no remains were found. He also referred to the effort as initial excavation lead to some who were skeptical of the original claims that think it was more planned. And his quote is saying, I don't like to use the word hoax because it's too strong and there's too many falsehoods circulating about the issue with no evidence. Jacques Rouillard, a uh, professor emeritus of the Department of History at the University of Montreal, told the Post Wednesday, imagine if this happened with Auschwitz. Oh, boy. Ooh. Damn. Nobody lies about mass graves. That's... Nobody lies. That's that's illegal to do such a thing. So nonetheless, uh, he welcomes more excavations because of the enormous adverse publicity and strain left on Canada after the first reports the alleged mass graves. This has all been very dark for Canada. We need more excavations so we can know the truth. Too much yep. was said, decided upon that there was any proof. So in May 2021, they used the British Columbia First Nation ban Tikumlup's 
announced the discovery <laughs> of a mass grave more than 200 indigenous children. And so it was detected via ground penetrating radar at a residential school in British Columbia. The radar found anomalies in the soil with no proof of actual human remains. So the Pine Creek and Kamloops were among the network of residential schools across Canada and ran by the government, operated by churches from the 1880s through the end of the 20th century. Experts say to estimate 150,000 children attended these schools, but until last week, there haven't been any excavations in the alleged burial spots. There's still no excavations, and no date has been set for the work to commence, so it didn't stop many in Canada from painting a demonic picture of residential schools and those who staffed them. Like a number of uh, writers, academics, politicians had come out cautioning against the claim of hundreds of thousands of children buried at the school, but they've been labeled as genocide deniers, even though the skeptics do not dispute the condition the schools were often harsh. Churches were allowed to burn across Canada because the Canadian government wanted those churches to burn. Yeah, I'm going to say, doesn't this constitute damages in regard to defamation now? I hope those uh, churches can sue or some shit. So speaking of missing indigenous children, I'm sure you're like familiar with the fires in Maui caused by direct energy weapons. To help with the disaster relief, Oprah and Dwayne The Rock Johnson have joined forces to help those in need affected by the disaster. The joint post on Instagram, the two announced the creation of the People's Fund of Maui, a fund putting money directly in the pockets of those who were affected a recent wildfire. Oprah, who had lived in Maui part-time for more than 50 years, owns more than 2,000 acres of land. Reportedly, 870 of those acres were just purchased earlier this year, and none of that land was harmed by the fires. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Well, despite their intentions, the video wasn't exactly met with positive responses. Critics have called out Oprah's land ownership and the irony of the two very wealthy celebrities asking for donations. Some of the responses were, it's crazy how they are billionaires and they're telling us to donate, and they own thousands of acres on this island. You are two of the richest fucking people on the planet. Why don't you guys just front the bill and make it back on your next movie? And another one was quoted as saying, help me make sense of this. You're incredibly rich, and you're asking normal people who are dealing with a tough recession to give their pockets when your pockets run deeper. Are you kidding me, Oprah, Dwayne? We are in a recession because you supported the dementia patient that we have in the White House. Do us all a favor and sell one of your houses to donate to the proceeds. We the people are sick of the Hollywood elite. You know, I love how this instance of the stars have lost their power over the masses, and I hope the trend continues. Finally, yeah. Everything you're saying is so right. (laughs) So get ready, America. A nationwide test of the emergency alert system will blare from every cell phone and TV the country this fall. FEMA will be testing the emergency alert system and wireless emergency alerts at 11.20 a.m. Pacific time October 4th. Cell phones will be sent text messages as long as your phone is switched on within range of an active cell tower. And those with wireless providers, uh, FEMA said in the statement, your message will be either in English or Spanish depending on which language setting you have on your phone. And the message will start with, this is a test to let you know that there is no action needed. On your TV or radio, the test will last about a minute, and the alert will sound followed by a message that this is a nationwide test emergency alert system. The purpose of this test is to ensure the system continues to be effective means of warning the public about emergencies, particularly those on the national level. In case October 1st is postponed, the widespread severe weather or other significant events, the backup testing date will be October 11th. So radio and television broadcasters, including 
Cable TV providers must allow this system to take over broadcasts within 10 minutes of a national emergencies. The QAnon types will probably be all over this shit with the claim that there will be 10 days of darkness. All the communications will be blacked out while the White Hats take out the deep state. And President Trump will use this system to communicate privately with us. Well, isn't it just more likely that they're just going to advise you to do the thing that gets you killed? Like, just like the first tower in 9-11. Stay inside. Don't leave. Or, or in Hawaii, they direct you towards the fire. Yeah, you follow what I mean. So, uh, German daycare centers are under fire for promoting sexual exploration rooms that offer toddlers freedom to try out childish sexuality. The German newspaper Die Welt reported Tuesday that two nurseries in the German state of North Rhine-Westphalia are considering rooms where children can masturbate and discover and satisfy themselves physically per the outlet. Why is it always the Germans that are doing these kind of things? That's what I want to know. I'm surprised there's still a Germany. So, Burning Man takes place this year at Black Rock City, Nevada, from August 27th to September 4th. Now, isn't that where the super mutants have a stronghold led by the Knight Ken Tabitha? So, uh, where? Right? Yeah, Black Rock. Look, I'll make a demon face. Look. I'm so scared of you. So the festival uh, faced several obstacles so far, including a protest and torrential downpours. Mobile cell trailers and buses were being deployed for the stranded attendees. The annual festival officially began on August 27th, but splintered before guests arrived at Black Rock City, the temporary town erected Nevada's Black Rock Desert every year. According to the San Francisco Gate, the outlet veteran burner pointed to several reasons including brutal weather conditions that the 2022 festival may have been dissuaded would be attendees and finances likely influence some people's decisions so now 70,000 people of burning man's attendees are stranded due to a rainstorm that turned the desert into a mud pit now here's how it played out so far some activists also chained themselves to trailers in opposition, the protesters who held signs reading Abolish Capitalism, and other messages asking Burning Man organizers to ban private jets and single-use plastics. As guests remained stranded at Black Rock City, some uploaded pictures and videos showing the festival's conditions online. Footage showed people trudging through mud, ditching shoes to go barefoot, and dealing with dirtier porter potties. One attendee had criticized that the bathroom situation was Chris Rock, and he said supplies were running thin in his Instagram story on Friday. Uh, he was quoted to say, also asked because the flooding of the porter potties reportedly can't be emptied, and because the gates are closed, people can't get in to fill generators and deliver supplies. So Chris Rock and uh, Diplo eventually left Burning Man after a fan offered them a ride, which was documented in videos shared on social media. They shared more details on this account and added that he trekked through six miles of mud, hitched twice, and walked barefoot to eject to escape the event. Another attendee, Angie Peacock, told Insider that her camp of 300 guests began rationing food that was initially supposed to last until Monday. Peacock added that the group was conserving water, and the porter potties were getting kind of full. Fortunately, an ex-user posted a video that appeared to show a truck driving earlier Sunday morning to pump out the waste from the porter potties. Well, here's the thing that gets interesting. I've been hearing talk of rumors that Ebola or hemorrhagic fever was spreading around the festival, and that FEMA showed up with a response and locked the place down. Oh, Those oh. people are also trapped in a pentagram-shaped structure. So, like, is this supposed to be a blood sacrifice? There was also another rumor of uh, cannibalism breaking up, but I didn't hear more, much more Lies. of that. 
So thanks to a 4chan user on the 10th of August, he claims that he's an insert of the real info for us. So he said COVID was a test run. And it was how far they could go with the flu. And if it was successful, they set the stage and infrastructure for the digital ID. More than enough people got infected and people accepted the lockdowns. 2024 will be the year of the Marburg Ebola virus. People will be in nonstop lockdown for the whole year. We to the screens watching people choke on their own blood and bleed from their eyes. The injection will be delivered to the door. 40% of Western population will die from this period between 2024 through 2026 in their homes. A fear of economic gridlock is a perfect controlled demolition of the current financial system. The central banking digital currency system is ready to take place. The survivors will be given universal basic income and be enslaved. Aliens will arrive in 2027. The narrative is prepared and will be the final state to create the one world government. Who said all that? Uh, some guy, like, he said it on, this random Anon guy claiming to be an insider said this on the 10th of August before um, the events of Burning Man happened. Yeah, and there was, like, Twitter threads showing pictures of, like, people in military vehicles at the place. Well, could I say, I mean... Yeah, because then there was, a, like, as soon as the rumor, like, uh, Ebola spread, there was a whole bunch of articles saying there's no Ebola... People are getting sick from the mud. They just blamed it on the mud. It's not hemorrhagic fever. Uh, can panic. I just throw this out there? And, and I'm sure you know, you know, you're, you're a vet. Anyone who's spent time in the woods knows this or anything. I'm like, the most confusing thing about the entire Burning Man, it's going to sound like autistic, but the bathroom thing. Have none of them learned how to fucking dig a hole? <laughs> Well, the the thing is, the type of people that go to Burning Man are hippie, and then like uh, you know, rich liberals that are into drug use, and it's like these are the people that try to convince us they're the most in touch with nature, and this is like how they respond where they're placed in nature, you know. So like, what do we got to look forward to, you know? Yeah, they can't take a shit unless it's in a plastic stall, even though you're surrounded by fucking wilderness. The hell? Yeah, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Seriously, you though. You couldn't dig a hole and use some, like, uh, newspaper? Like, what the hell? Uh, just saying. Yeah. These are our leads, eh? So our final, our final article is from <laughs> Niche Gamers, who I try to hope we will get on the show someday. Uh, a War Thunder player has leaked restricted documents on the official forums again. This is the 12th time this has happened, according to Wikipedia, and the wow. second time only <laughs> in several weeks. Unlike last time, where the offending link was removed, War Thunder just nuked the entire thread. This time, a user allegedly leaked classified pages from a flight manual, which includes such data as location of sensors, firing angles, engine specifications, and more. Some Twitter users were quick to point out the information wasn't actually classified, but we learned that last leak a few weeks ago that unclassified doesn't necessarily mean free to distribute. So that's probably CUI if you label that in the military. Uh, the specifications of the vehicle in the last leak, the Eurofire Typhoon DA-7, are embargoed for non-NATO countries. I love working for the fucking feds. This is great. This is all I've ever dreamed of. <laughs> so on to our main topic here. Virgis, would you like to tell us a little about La Raza? All right. Let me sit up right here. So, let's see. Uh, I went into this a little bit, and uh, it was surprisingly not interesting, but important. 
So La Raza literally translates to the race in the early and mid 20th century. 1900s, it replaced Hispanidad uh, to describe ethnic and racial populations of Mesoamerican and Mesoamerican mixed race peoples. Latino was widely used as shorthand for La Raza Latino. The film Raza in 1942 is meant to celebrate the idealized meaning of the La Raza as Spanish Roman Catholic heritage. The Chicano movement takes place in the 60s and the 70s and supplants Raza as the dominant term for ethnic, racial, uh, meso, meso mixed, uh, but is still used interchangeably. And in 1962, the UFW flag, that is the United Farmer Workers, is created. The flag depicts a squared black angular version of the Aztec eagle in its center, and the background is a white circle with red around it. Um, yeah, the red and white and black is uh, yeah, yeah, very remind you of a certain certain group of people. Yeah, Mexicans very... are based. Okay, I was going <laughs> to say something about Australian, an Austrian painter, but never mind. Right. <laughs> so the advocacy organization, the National Council of La Raza, formed in 1968, and it's renamed to Unidos U.S. in 1917. La Raza was the name of the community newspaper created in 1968. The Brown Power Movement started thereafter. The political party, Raza, Unida Party formed in 1970. So, <clears throat> formally, uh, they are now a political party, but La Raza started as a political movement of brown power uh, for ethnic and racial Mesoamerican and Mesoamerican mixed people. My understanding is they believe that they have some social or political ability to advantage themselves into ownership of the western seaboard in southern North America? Mexicans um, are based, okay? Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of what they're doing is just primarily pushing um, the racial supremacy version of uh, Latino, uh, Raza, Chiquino, Brown, uh, Americans. Oy vey, shut it down. So, Unidos USA has a website you can go straight to. Uh, it's one of these cheesy-ass websites that you look at with all sorts of wanting to be political and relevant shit uh, with the tab, like, we can help COVID-19 Vax FAQ. Enrollment for SNAP, becoming a U.S. citizen. Uh, they primarily function to grant money, legal assistance, and any kinds of help toward Hispanic people. Do you have any clips from the website? What is critical race theory? Based. There are noble and defensible forms of racial prejudice. 
I mean, when I last time I saw them in action, they were protesting Trump's wall in Arizona, and they were wearing literal brown shirts and berets, and they were like telling the white people to fuck off. And they kind of got quiet since the election, you know. But yeah, yeah but the website spills it all out for you as a clean cut politically charged website there are videos on here explore videos the power of being wounded what is critical race theory Uh, what do we have here they have a map right underneath that that says uh u.s affiliate network 2023 by region so they have an affiliate network mapped out for you on the website join our movement um so yeah it's a political party website in a manner of speaking uh the party is actually uh, uh what is it the raza unida party but they formally organize themselves using this portal or business formation you know those us so if you go there yeah like i said it's gonna be the standard bells and whistles for a political website that's just wanting to help people now the united farm workers which is part of the original movement of la raza uh going all the way back to the early 1900s has always been part of the la raza latino movement they organized themselves like i said with that crappy flag and they are i guess complimenting uh una dos today and they've been around longer than than the the other group so this is how the la raza movement was originally put together politically using the united farm workers um they had their movement what was that 1962 uh, it evolved from there uh, into the formal organization of a Raza Unit Party. But the United Farm Workers are still around. And they more or less operate like um, Yeah, not as a cartel, but like a union trying to unite all of the ethnic Mesoamerican people. But they have all these wonderful pictures of of farming on their damn websites. I I don't really understand the purpose of it being a farmer's website because it's very clear that they have an agenda beyond farming, just looking at some of the basics of the websites. Organizing, key campaigns, know your rights, workers' voice, uh, endorsements. So there's links to the Twitter page, Facebook, YouTube take action osha emergency heat rules news events research so yeah uh, if you want to know more about the movement specifically as it ties itself to what is actually happening historically look for caesar chavez he was the guy him and his brother who created this flag and did a lot of uh, outspokenness for the La Raza movement and he has tons of articles and papers <clears throat> but to kind of give you where they are today I found a 
what was this UC uh, San Diego document put up in 2017 by uh, what was the dude's name by Herman Baca B A C A or is that Baca? yeah yeah it's just Baca Baca that lays out in three simple pages the brief history of or a brief his quote a brief history of La Raza Unidad Party and its intended goals. All right, reading time. During the activism of the 1960s, the Chicago Mexico people came. Or I already fucked up. The Chicano. Uh-oh. Do we need a bigger font? No, I just it's in cursive or old English. Chicago. I'm too busy being white and American. I read Chicago. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, during the activism of the 1960s, the Chicano Mexican people came to the realization that the mainstream political mechanism had only served to abuse and manipulate us. After much soul searching, we finally concluded that the only solution to our political, social, and economic condition was to organize our own independent political organization. In 1969, the concept behind La Rusa Unida spread throughout the Southwest. Other independent Chiquino political organizations sprung up as well during this time. In California, La Raza Unida Party was first organized in the Bay Area. It took on a more militant line, organizing under working class issues and emphasizing the development of a Chicano Mexicano ideological line. What if what Colorado, a fucking pick me thing to say? In Colorado, <laughs> La Raza Unida was the product of the work done by La Ra, uh, by La Cruzada por la Justicia. Lutetia, oh my God, the Crusaders. I'm enjoying this. The yeah, whatever. Under the leadership of Corky Gonzalez. <laughs> It dealt with Chicano nationalism and youth. In Texas, La Raza Unida organization uh, organized around electing Chicanos to boards of education and city councils. The spirit and force of La Raza Unida was truly embodied in Texas under the leadership of Jose Angel uh, Guitarras. a student and president of the Mexican-American Youth Organization, or MAO. A Raza Unida concept in California, Colorado, and Texas created the flame that quickly spread throughout the Southwest and other area populated by Chicanos. By 1970, La Raza Unida existed throughout the Southwest. In California, chapters existed from San Francisco to San Diego, in the country of Los, in the county rather of Los Angeles alone, thirty chapters existed. In the San Fernando Valley, La Raza Unida organized from the Mecca Political Committee out of the University of Northridge. Hundreds of Chicano Mexicos were registered in San Fernando and Posiama by Northridge students in 1971. These early organizers formed La Raza Unida Part Chapter in San Fernando that followed, transforming the organization from a student, migratory one, to a stable one. Addressing the issues affecting the Chicano-Mexicano, La Raza Unida 
differs from other Chicano and Hispanic organizations in that it has been consistent and preserved. In some areas of La Raza Unida have been active since the early 1970s and is still active today. The San Fernando chapter is such an example. <clears throat> La Raza Unida Party held its first national convention in 1972. The main features were Jose and Jose Angel Gutierrez, Corky Gonzalez, Reyes Tajarina, and Cesar Chavez. Jose Angel Gutierrez was elected national chair since its inception. The national uh, partido was plagued with contradictions. However, the major one was the lack of clear position on what we wanted to achieve and the strategy for achieving it. In order to correct this lack of clarity, La Raza Unida went through a period of reorganization and restructuring since 1975 to the present. Today, La Raza Unida has advanced to a bi-leveled structure, uh, internal and external. Under this structure, the Committee of Popular Action is utilized for organizing different committees. Such committees include La Raza Youth Committee, the San Fernando uh, Pocio Health Council, Foros de Pueblo, Pueblo, August 29th, August 29th commemoration, Orderos Unidos and Pedros Unidos, community work and study, are prerequisites under the new structure and may take place simultaneously. For more information, please see how to join La Raza Unida Party. La Raza Unida Party is an independent community organization that is dedicated to struggle for the betterment of our people. It is not manipulated by the two mainstream political parties. Instead, it is independent and accountable only to our people and principles. In order to understand, I was about to say a certain painter talked about his struggle as well. Yeah, it's sounding very similar to that kind of stuff, right? In order to understand the need for an organization like La Raza Unida Party, it is important to understand the difference among the various organizations that exist. Basically, there are student organizations, agencies, mainstream political organizations, and independent community organizations. Student organizations are crucial because they provide students an opportunity to development those to develop those skills that will make them better community activists. However, we must accommodate our organization to student organizations since they have limitations. Not only do students or organizations serve as a training ground for future activists, you like that. They also provide a pool of potential activists and revolutionaries. Funded agencies play a vital role in our communities, but must not be confused with independent community organizations. They are also limited to the mere fact that they are held accountable to their funders. Frequently, these agencies are manipulated by politicos for the purpose of personal gain rather than giving validity to existing independent community organizations. These politicos 
push community agencies as community organizations. Although important to our communities, fund agencies are limited to the service or program they provide. Mainstream political organizations. Mainstream political organizations different from independent community organizations in that they are tied to the Democratic and Republican parties. These special interest Hispanic groups assume the position of power brokers, obtaining votes for their particular mainstream candidate without regard for valid community input or betterment, but rather for their own personal political interests. Neither the Democrat, neither Democratic nor the Republican parties have represented our people or allowed us full participation. The Democratic Party has a long history of broken promises that it now ties to cover by broken appointees. The Republican Party is blatantly racist, yet attempts to convince us that they that of their concern. This does not mean that we cannot or should not work with or organize that work with organizers that represent their parties. It simply means that we do it on an equal basis without go-betweens that may sell our people for their own personal gain. Thus, the need for an independent community organization that represents the will of our people to be self-determined. It is the only alternative to our oppression our people face. The Raja Unida has consistently strive to work with other peoples. The only requisite is that they are organizations or individuals that are working toward the betterment of their communities. We have successfully worked with Africans, Anglos, Asians, Native Americans, and Filipinos. In regard to our youth, it is our position that Chicano Mexicano youth get educated and return to their communities to practice their profession, and thus contribute to the community's improvement. We reject the poverty draft, quote poverty draft, it's a specific term, that is offered to our youth as the only alternative. It simply creates an illusion that they can, quote, be all that they can be, unquote, in the army, when in reality, they, quote, can be all that they can be, unquote, in their communities, while improving their communities at the same time. Internationally, El Partido uh, Nacional de de la Raza Unidad, International La Raza, has supported the just struggle of Latina American, America, Europe, Asia, and Middle and Far East. I did not know that that was a thing. Uh, Particularly in Palestinian struggles. Cool it with anti-Semitic remarks. We are strongly against U.S. intervention in, in El Salvador and Nicaragua. Such an imperialistic action will surely use our youth as cannon fodder for the U.S. armed forces. Mexico also plays a crucial role in our struggle, for our historical, cultural, and family ties demand that our movements and organizations work closer together. Whatever happens in Mexico 
has a direct effect on our people and vice versa. Thus, we have established communication with the revolutionary movement in Mexico, such as PST, PMT, PSLM, unions, and Campesian groups. La Raza Unida is committed to organizing our people, raising our consciousness, and rescuing our culture. If you agree with us, join us. Be part of the solution, not the problem. And Hello, there you go. Citizen. Shall we rise against the government? Shall we take arms? Right? So there you go. That That's everything in the modern context of their movement. A statement from 2017 that gives a brief history and explanation of their current formation. And uh, I've read enough other shit that all I can tell you is, <laughs> oh, after you looking at this stuff, it's clearly just like a Mesoamerican supremacist group. Yeah, you know? so if, you, if you thought you were struggling with Spanish, I gotta struggle with like Aztec words next. Oh shit! <laughs> but, but like the whole, but the whole thing with the Reconquista thing, like like they were trying to the Seven Properties Lost and they're just trying to say it was a right wing conspiracy, you know, to keep the Mexicans down. But well, no, it wasn't was... a conspiracy because growing up, I would hear shit about how the Mexicans are going to take this country over. We're going to outbreed the white people. We're going to marry their daughters so their their kids won't be white. You know, like it was like a soft genocide that they were describing. Okay. So For, it wasn't I, it I, wasn't a conspiracy. It was like it was out in the open. What's happening? Well, I ain't gonna lie, dude. Oh, go what? ahead. I was going to say, dude, I ain't going to lie, though. Like, I, So I work in, like, a, I ain't trying to be racist, dude. I work in a restaurant. And it's literally 80% Mexican. I'm not, unironically, it's 80% Mexican. It's my coworkers. It's like a Latina boss there, bro. I wouldn't mind a uh, little bit of uh, Mesoamerican supremacy there, if you know what I mean. But, uh. Mm. <laughs> All I can tell you is, like, after reading some other stuff, like, I've read some stuff and known some KKK members who educated me about the second founding. And all you have to do is word swap some of this shit. And you have, like, the, the glossed, softened out version of the KKK that took place during, you know, Jim Crow. You know, that Jim Pardon, that, that like, Joe Biden's a part of. Still can't, can't convince me he's not a member of the KKK. Just saying. I'm like, this is just a Hispanic version of it. I don't understand why anyone is not sitting here staring at it like the fuck is wrong with these people they're afraid of being called racist that's why they're not saying anything i guess right so viva la raza <laughs> so to go back let's, let's get into history uh, atslan also spelled atlan or sometimes Astalan oh. is the name for the mythical homeland of the aztecs so the ancient mesoamerican civilization also known as the mexica so according to their origin myth, the Mexica left Atslan the behest of their god ruler Huitzilopochtli to find a new home in the Valley of Mexico. In the Noaha language, Atslan means the place of whiteness or the place of the heron, which I don't think that's translated right because Huitzilopochtli, like, he's supposed to be the hummingbird of the Southern Cross. So, you know, that Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks. So whether it's a real place or not is open to question. So according to the various Mexica versions of the stories, their homeland Atslan was a luxurious and delightful place located in a large lake where everyone was immortal and lived happily among abundant resources. There was a steep hill called Colhuacan in the middle of the lake, and the hill were caves and caverns collectively known as Chicho Mostoc, where the ancestors of the Aztecs lived. 
So this land was filled with vast quantity of ducks, herons, and other waterfowl, red and yellow birds that sang incessantly, and great beautiful fish swam in the waters. Shade trees lined the banks. So some people speculate that this area could be the Salt Lake region in Utah. Others would argue that the Great Lakes over by Wisconsin, and some might go as far as to say that they originated from Hyperborea, if you want to go that far. Hmm. So at Atsalan, the people fished from canoes and tended their floating gardens of maize, peppers, beans, amaranth, I don't know what the hell that is, and tomatoes. Amaranth? Oh, they had yeah. fucking thoughts over there? Uh, uh, I think that's I a that. Twitch streamer, but... Who's <laughs> 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 who's only a hoe because uh, she's a victim of her husband's abuse or some shit. You know, she's making, what, seven million a month or some shit? So, but they left their homeland and everything (laughs) turned against them. The weeds bit into them. They left Amaranth? The rocks wounded them. The fields were filled with thistles and spines. And they wandered in a land filled with vipers, poisonous lizards, and dangerous wild animals before reaching their home to build up this place of destiny, Jodnatiklan. So, like, back in the day, that's what we used to call the ancient word for Mexico City. But then... If you watch Ancient Aliens, they pronounce it Tiwatiwakan, so I don't know which is the correct pronunciation. You're talking loud and saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, in Atzlan, the myth goes, the Mexican, the Mexica ancestors dwelled in a place of seven caves called Chicho Morto. So each cave corresponded to one of the Nahuatl tribes, which would later leave the place to reach in successive waves the basin of Mexico. These tribes listed with slight differences from source to source were... The Hochimilca, the Chalca, the Tapaneca, the Kurka, the Talquica, and the Talhecala. And these groups were to become the Mexica. So oral and written accounts also mentioned that the Mexica and other Nuao groups were preceded in their migration by another group, collectively known as the Chichimecas, who migrated to north to central Mexico sometime earlier and were considered by the Nohapi less civilized. So the Chichimeca do not apparently refer to a particular ethnic group, but rather they were hunters northern farmers countries the Tolteca, the sea dwellers so the urban like agricultural populations were already in the basin of mexico so stories of battles and interventions of the gods along the journey of the road like oral origin myths earliest events blamed natural and supernatural events but the stories of the migrants arrival to the basin of mexico are less mystical so several versions of the migration myth included the story of the moon goddess and her 700 star brothers who <laughs> attempted to kill Huichipotli, the sun, and the sacred mountain of Guatapec. So many archaeological and uh, historical linguists support the theory of the occurrence of multiple in-migrations at the basin of Mexico and or the southwestern United States between the 1100 and uh, 1300 CE. So evidence of the theory includes introduction of new ceramic types in central Mexico, and the fact that Nahuatl language spoken by the Aztecs and the Mexica is not indigenous to central Mexico. Really? Right. So stories of battles and interventions of the gods... I already read that. Um, So so Aztlan, the source of fascination (laughs) for the Aztecs themselves, the Spanish chroniclers and codexes report the Mexica king Montezuma el Hihuicama, or Montezuma the First, he ruled between 1440 and 1469, sent an expedition to search for the mythical homeland. Sixty elderly sorcerers and magicians were assembled by Montezuma for the trip and given gold, precious stones, mantles, feathers, cacao, vanilla, and cotton for royal storehouses to be used as a gift for the ancestors. The sorcerers left Dinactic Land within 10 days to arrive at Guatapec, where they transformed themselves into birds and animals to take the final leg of the journey to Atslan, where they reassumed their human forms. 
at Atslan, the sorcerers found a hill in the middle of a lake where the inhabitants spoke Nuao. The sorcerers were taken to the hill where they met an old man who was a priest, the guardian of the goddess Guatalikbul. Uh, and so the band took them to the sanctuary of Guatalikbul where they met an ancient woman who said that she was the mother of Weechlit Potli and had suffered greatly since he left. He had promised to return, she said that, but he never did. So people at Slan could choose their age according to this uh, goddess, and they were immortal. Choose the re- their age? Yeah, like, you could just what choose what age. Like, yeah. Right? So, so the say. reason the people in Tenochtitlan were not immortal is because they consumed cacao and other luxury items. The old man refused the gold and the precious goods brought to by the returnees, saying that these things have ruined you. They gave the sorcerers waterfowl and plants native to Atslan and uh, magway fiber cloaks and breechcloths to take back with them. The sorcerers transformed back into animals and returned to Nanatiklan. So modern scholars have long debated whether Atslan was a real place or just a myth. Several of the remaining books left by the Aztecs called Codexes tell the story of the migration from Atslan, in particular the Codex Boturini o Tira de la Peregrinación, the tale that also reported oral history by the Aztecs to several Spanish chroniclers, including Bernal Diaz del Castillo, Diego Duran, and Bernardino de Saguen. So the Mexica told the Spanish that their ancestors had reached the Valley of Mexico 300 years before having left their homeland, traditionally located nor- far north of Tenochtitlan. So historical and archaeological evidence shows that the migration myth of the Aztec has a solid basis in reality. Really? So here's the thing, man. These people aren't indigenous to Mexico, even though they claim, you know, you'll hear people arguments for it, it belongs to the indigenous people. Like, well, they're not indigenous. They were only there for 300 years before the Spaniards arrived. They're just migrants. Were they OG colonists? No, they would call them migrants because they migrated there. They didn't colonize it. The area was colonized before they arrived. Mm. But by so, a different oh, tribe, you know, because right. like they're the they didn't build the pyramid; someone else did. Right, right. Where is the KKK oh. when we need them? <laughs> <laughs> so, in a comprehensive study available to histories, archaeologist Michael E. Swift found that these sources cite the movement of not just the Mexica but several different ethnic groups. Uh, Smith's nineteen eighty four investigation concluded the people arrived at the base in Mexico from the north in four waves. The earliest wave was non Nuao Chichamec, sometimes the fall of Tolan in uh, eleven seventy five, followed by three Nuatl speaking groups who settled in the basin of Mexico at eleven ninety five and surrounding highlands and valleys at twelve twenty. The Mexico who settled along the earlier Atslan populations were about twelve forty eight, but no possible candidate for Atslan has been identified. So in modern Chicago culture, Atslan represents an important symbol of spiritual and national unity, a term that has been used to mean that territory ceded by the United States with the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo in 1848, New Mexico, Arizona. So there's an archaeological site in Wisconsin called Azatlan, but it's not the Aztec homeland. So Mexicans have been aggressively trying to increase their population primarily through illegal immigration. What most Americans don't know is that most Mexicans think the U.S. Southwest belongs to Mexico. So the Mexican Reconquista is a movement that claims roughly one-third of the U.S. has historically belonged to Mexico, and the Mexicans intend to recapture this area through uncontrolled population growth. The entire idea is based on weak logic and historical understanding. However, Mexicans in the U.S. believe this and support the idea. I wouldn't say all of them do, but you know, it's usually the more ghetto ones, the ones that support socialism. Whatever. 
So you might have heard some assholes claim that we did not cross the border, the border crossed us, the U.S. belonged to Mexico anyways, or the Treaty of Hidalgo-Guadalupe was signed at gunpoint. Well, that's what happens when you lose a war. So some yeah. prominent you know, Mexicans have been making a case that Mexico should be returned to its 1848 borders before the U.S. snatched large chunks of the territory, including most of California, Utah, Nevada, New Mexico, Arizona during the Mexican-American War. They believe that the U.S. Army invaded Mexico and that they were forced to sign under duress, so it was rendered null and void. Therefore, Mexican migrants can't be expelled from border territories. And then you'll hear something <laughs> like, uh, no one's illegal on stolen land, you know, when they say that shit. fucking kids! Right? <laughs> so they all believe that the United States causes poverty in Mexico, and that's why they have to move here. Yet they can't explain why Mexico is unable to develop its own economy. They'll claim how this will improve greatly once they take over the southwestern United States. Now, this seems to say that if a, a sufficient number of Mexicans living in the area of the United States that needs to go back to Mexico, there's no legal basis for this. So there isn't a precedent for a territory of a country should transfer to another country due to immigration. Because if that was true, I think, uh, what was it, Michigan would belong to Somalia? Because they're calling that Something like, like that, right? Like Mogadishu, yeah. like 2.0. Yeah. So the I mean, California Reconquista is fueled by false information in history books. It's read that the American forces invaded uh, California when it was ruled by Mexico. In fact, Mexico's governance of California had ended one and a half years earlier, and the Mexican rule was brief. Uh, 1842, Mexico tried to sell the ungovernable California to the king of Prussia. His ambassadors in London and Washington urged purchase, but declined on the offer based on the advice of Alexander von Humboldt. So in 1846, after the Mexican-American War broke out, the U.S. Navy arrived in Monterey Bay on July 1st and hoisted the American flag. A British fleet showed up on the 16th with plans to seize California as a means of collecting Mexican debt. Mexican rule was brief, and it was not native Mexican soil. And if the U.S. conquest of the southwestern region was illegitimate because it was taken from Mexico, then how is it legitimate for Mexico to reconquer them? They plan to gain territory through conquering, but at the same time declare that all conquered land is illegitimate. Oh. Yeah. 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 I Mexicans will complain about signing of the Hildago Treaty, but they forget to mention that uh, Mexico, in, in addition to receiving Capital City back in the land south of the current U.S. border, also received debt forgiveness as well as $15 million for the lands for the southwestern United States. Well, you're so, one of the good Jays. <laughs> so Mexico did not uh, obtain independence from Spain until 1821, which is 25 years before the Mexican-American War, which means modern-day Mexicans are supporting a clan of land by Spain and not Mexico. This is a claim made over what were unconquered Indian lands. What a, what a fucking pick-me thing to say. Right. So Spain is a white colonial entity, and you'll hear Mexicans making claims that gringos need to go back to Europe. And this is because these lands belong to the indigenous people of Mexico. And I usually like to tell them, well, your first and last name are European, so why are you also leaving for Europe? And that usually shuts I don't them give out. two fucks! <laughs> Spain and Mexico's control over what is the U.S. Southwest was non-existent. They had little ability to administer the land area of land that Spain claimed all of Mexican territories. However, Mexico's used violent means to obtain their independence. Even without the Mexican-American War, the territory of Texas was invited U.S. citizens to help them fight the Indians. 
Spain lost its grip over Mexico due to being invaded by Napoleon. So how can Mexico make a case for a reconquista of the southwestern United States when they were unable to defeat the Comanche, Apache, and other Indian tribes? Fuck Canada, fuck Mexico. <laughs> so the Mexicans were being slaughtered by the thousands by the Comanche and other tribes, meaning Mexican civilians weren't going to resist the United States Army, which means they would have preferred the Mexi the Americans because it came down to either getting scalped and skewered versus being protected from the Indians. The Mexicans didn't even resist the U.S. Army within 80 miles of Mexico City. So if you're going to claim a large portion of land belongs to you, you should probably have the capable military to support that claim. So I don't know how Mexicans believe they could score off with a nuclear power if they plan to reconquer a territory. You must have been able to conquer it in the first place. Everything you're saying I mean, is so right. <laughs> so once the U.S. Southwest is reunited with Mexico... Wouldn't that mean the Mexican elites were of pure Spanish blood be the administrators of the region and not the peasants of Mexico that immigrated there so once again they can be oppressed? Oh my god, he's literally me for real, for real. So, <laughs> would this new region of Atslan continue with blood sacrifices to keep the sun burning in the sky or rain for the crops? Would this region raid neighboring states in the U.S. to acquire bodies to you know, be filled and have skulls mounted on racks along with getting their hearts cut out? Would nearby states be forced to pay tribute to this new territory? And so the Aztecs aren't Catholic. And would they allow the Roman Catholic Church to remain in their territories? The Aztecs paid homage to Chipitotec by flying human sacrifices and having their priests wear skin suits dyed yellow adorned with human heads. Afterwards, I mean, they would make soup out of the sacrifices thigh meat. We, we could just go on the registry and, uh, you know, sex offender registry, and we can have plenty of human sacrifices. I'm going to be chasing pedophiles! Listen, yeah. I'm going to keep it real, though. In their defense, I, too, am a thigh man. <laughs> they say thick thighs save lives. Damn straight. So imagine if 25 million impoverished and poorly educated white Americans living in Mexico all coming illegally... And were born to parents that came over illegally or demanding driver's license not to be deported, claiming to be undocumented, and that they were going to reproduce so much that it would only be a matter of time before they could reconquer the northern territories of Mexico. Imagine Americans coming over in droves, overwhelming Mexican immigration's ability to process them, and being placed in fencing because of overwhelming numbers, and complaining that they were being placed in cages. Fucking yeah. kids! And that's all I have to say about that. I was about to say, did you even shill today? Not yet, but I do have a video of some kind of partially schizo post that I'll I'll share with everybody. Yeah. Schizo posting time, boys. Nice. That motherfucker back there is not real. There you go. Not you real. Guys can see it. And let me share with the audience so they can see it too. Where's the sound? Uh, oh, I can't hear him. It. He may not have gotten a phone call. I bet. Hal put, let me explain Hal put off. Hal put off, and he never told me the details, indicated that what happened to me with the phone call happened to him. He may not have gotten a phone call, but but he didn't. Want, you know, he's he's a remember he's he's that he, Hal Putoff. I was told by Christopher Green that Hal Putoff at times 
has held the highest possible security clearances. He was an officer in the Naval Intelligence before. He got his PhD, you know, electrical engineering and um, uh, from Stanford. And he, uh, and it was, you have to talk to Russell Targ and Halpoff. They have to tell you the history, how the CIA got involved with them, okay? Okay. But Portoff himself was already in that. Portoff told me that he explored, as part of the project to explore psychic power with the CIA, he went to Scientology meetings. Doesn't mean he was a Scientologist. He, was, he may have joined, you know, officially just, you know, because he mm -hmm. wanted to see what they had. It was L. Ron Hubbard. We know all about Jack Parsons. Uh, if you read about Jack, if you read, what is it, uh, Silent Angel, Strange Angel? You've seen the book, the Jack no. Parsons book? No. There's a book, a biography. Strange Angel? Strange Angel. It's all about uh, all this stuff. Um, <clears throat> Jack Parsons worked with Frank Molina back in the 1930s, uh, you know, on all this rocket stuff, Jado. They started, uh, what is this, Aerojet, General, the Jado? Aerojet, yeah. Yeah, Aerojet. Yeah, they, there's, a, there's actually a big Aerojet base that's abandoned now in South yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah, this is all Frank Molina and Jack Parsons. And Jack Parsons was supporting, was financing uh, Alistair Crowley. And, and and L. Ron Hubbard was, uh, I think they knew L. Ron Hubbard. I knew people, some of the people who supported me were, worked with L. Ron Hubbard and Pusharis. They were all, all these, plus it's a science fiction, you know, Walter Breen. All these guys knew each other. It's a small world. Why uh, are all these guys so, why are they they're so They're all intelligence. Into, they're all part of the OSS, that sort of stuff. But why are they so into the occult Well, and all this angels and demons type stuff? Well, Jacques, that's why they are. That's good Okay, short, short answer. Because angels and demons of the Bible are real. They are the extraterrestrial time travelers. Okay, mm. that's why. Okay. So it's all real. All the Base. stories in the Bible are real. They're based Base. on they're not, you know, you know, it's like, you know, they're distorted. But but all the stuff, angels and demons, you know, uh, Paradise Lost, John Milton and Lucifer and Satan oh. is real. They're all real. These are high. The Greek Just gods are real. The Egyptian gods, you know, all that stuff. Stargate. They're all coming back. It's all true. These are all time. Okay, let me explain. Okay. Yeah, I wish the video went longer, but he's, you know, it just took a while to wind up to get to the good stuff, you know. That'd be great if he followed through with, let me tell you about this time I was hanging out with Zeus, Lucifer showed the fuck up, and we decided to play some goddamn poker, and then Jesus. Ask me if I could spot him twenty dollars. You know, I'm, I'm I'm the I'm the crazy one here. We're all crazy. The whole world's crazy. So it's time to shill. Uh, he's literally me, bro. Do you have any more charity events going on? So it's it's ways out. I don't have um like an official game or any games that I'm gonna play yet or any times. But right now I'm currently working on setting up. Uh, a charity event for veterans. So, Base. specifically, like uh, veterans that they get out and they're like maybe they're impoverished or they're depressed or something. We're trying to look at stuff for that. I don't have any official stuff to tell you, like, oh, it's going to be through this charity. Like, I don't have anything official. We have some leads and we're trying to figure that out, but we got nothing spe uh, specific. All right, keep us updated on that so we can show it later. Oh, yeah. Johnny, you got anything you want to show? Or do you got any like weird stories that we should know about before we end the show? 
Um, well, I do have one, but it's more like a news headline. Ooh. I heard that the leader of North Korea and Russia, they're getting together, and supposedly North Korea is sending like over 500,000 North Korean troops for the Ooh. Ukraine war. Oh, uh, yeah. It's probably easier to do that than feed them, you know? Pro yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. That's probably like Rush a win-win situation for North Korea. Russia but I heard Russia's going to... Well, I heard Russia's going to, like, uh, update Korea's, like, technology. Oh. And give them, like, ICBM technologies that they've been, you know, to advance, you know, their missile capabilities to make them more of a yeah, to they, us. And, like, on the news, they showed Kim Jong-un going into his train to meet, to go to Russia. Because apparently he only travels by train. Really? Right. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. got very strict things of what he does, so people can't assassinate him kind of thing. Mm. He just doesn't Blow trust, like, trust air travel. Bro, I've That's played like enough. The only I don't I've played enough battlefield. Well, that that I've... raises a question: How did he make it out to Singapore when he met Trump? You know, if he doesn't fly, bro, underwater trains. Ah, okay. Simple. That is no okay. Right? I've played enough Battlefield One, bro. You can blow up a train, dude. I'm I'm just saying, straight up. Uh, mm -hmm. Van, do you got anything you want to show? Yes. Uh, uh, Friday, uh, little stream on on YouTube around seven p.m. We will be on Destination Unknown, where we just watch fucking random shit that our you know panel brings in. Uh, this week we are looking at a podcast called Maps, which is minor attractive people. So these people are actually out there having podcasts and talking about normalizing pedophilia. Bruh. So we're gonna get some clips of that and and enjoy fucking listening to that and then uh i did have uh a few other like uh clips of things a streamer getting uh assaulted in japan by oh yakuza. i've seen that that was oh i didn't see the yakuza one but i see another one where it was johnny somali getting clocked by someone who had enough of his bullshit he knocked johnny oh, somali out and his cameraman Based. yeah yeah, I saw that. The white boy, and then the super chat comes in and says, um, Nagasaki, well, Nagasaki, Hiroshima, <laughs> Hiroshima. They're like, paid three bucks for that. Dude, yeah. like, you, it's, it's literally that one graph with the, like, the bald guy, and he's like, if you fuck around, you're gonna find out. Yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah, people were, like, posting, like, One Punch Man memes after he was knocking them, those two dudes out. Yeah, and then of course, uh, you could just catch me every once in a while playing a video game. I think I'm playing Starfield right now. And it's not buggy as hell as everybody says. Of course you can eat the bugs, but it's not as buggy as you think. All of this just worked. And it, again, it, it just worked. Great things about worked. having a fully dynamic game engine is all of this just works. It's not, I'm not kidding. Beardjuice, so, yeah. um, do you have anything you want to show? Yeah, follow me over at Instagram, Instagram.com, the Petroglyph Press. I put out a new fake news article every Wednesday and Saturday. I also have a Facebook community page. Uh, what is it? Today was uh, Wizard School Discovers Ghost in Bathroom. For <laughs> everyone that knows that reference. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing online when I'm not here. So we recently reached uh, 10,000 followers on Facebook. So we're going to have to celebrate go? it. So. Uh, We've made some enemies along the way, and I think we're going to have to make a video to uh, give a shout-out to our haters out there. Thanks. So stay but tuned. Seriously.
And with that, I will play us out. just been radiated by another expedition into the paranormal room of the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. Remember to trust no one and question everything. We hope you enjoyed your stay at our motel and RV park. Broadcasting from Los Angeles to Chicago along Route 66, we here at KNB and are signing off. <laughs>